few uh, did a little research uh, about emerging technologies and uh, to understand its applications or where it's happened. You find out that pretty much every aspect of the human life it's will have been affected by these technologies. There is an emerging technology in every aspect of human life. So that goes to show you how perverse these technologies are in our world and how they have really permeated our lives and uh, are really making uh, upending changes and uh, transforming the way we live, the way we talk, the way we interact with each other and the way we transact our businesses. So and today on the show, we talk about ideas about uh, the, the role of emerging technologies in our life, their uh, scale, scope, and impact on our lives, and how we can leverage on these technologies to create the kind of future that we want. Uh, so this episode of uh, the Future Discussions podcast is uh, a little bit more mechanical, sounds a little bit mechanical, because I had to uh, send the questions to her, and she replied via, and sent back the recording. And So I had to voice the the questions to make it actually sync but not to worry you would learn a lot from this episode so stick around and enjoy this episode artificial intelligence nanotechnology biotechnology They are powerful and cataclysmic. I think the emergence of artificial intelligence will redefine our lives forever. With this technology, our future hangs in the balance. Emerging technologies are the future of humanity. This is the Future Discussions Podcast. On this show, we talk about almost any issue that affects our future as humans. Look at this through the lens of emerging, converging and destructive technologies, paying close attention to how we can leverage on these technologies to create the kind of future we want. I am Augustus Chuku. Join me as I take you on this amazing journey of discovering our future and the powers locked within our emerging technologies. So on the show today, I have a very amazing woman, uh, Christina Posey. Uh, Christina Posey is the co-founder and CEO of Impact School, an institution that's bringing free immersive education in schools and universities about technologies and innovation with an open model. Uh, Christina is also the co-founder and non-operative shareholder at the Singularity University in Italy. She is also the author of 2050 Guida Futuristica but Vigitori No Tempo, the Neufer Moda that's there. She is a speaker, mentor, advisor, and angel investor in tech and innovative startups. You can follow Christina on Medium at www.christinaposi.com www.christinaposi.com And now, welcome to the show. What is your area of or areas of expertise? 
I would say that my areas of expertise are those that I study every day. So, uh, as I said, I study, discuss and disseminate future studies and emerging technologies and their ethical and social impacts on society. But there are two specific areas, uh, talking about emerging technologies, that fascinate me the most. Those are biotech and artificial intelligence. How do you understand the concepts of emerging technologies? All those technologies that have not showed their full potential uh, yet, and uh, given the scope of the potential impacts that they can have on society, jobs, and lives, um, those are emerging technologies, and those are uh, the technologies that are also worth watching closely. So some people are willing to watch them in order to be able to invest on potential gold mines. Others are just tech enthusiasts, maybe. Um, Me, I think that the changes that we are facing today are so dramatic that one cannot look in the other direction. We all have the responsibility to be aware and to try to understand these technologies and the changes they can bring along because uh, it doesn't matter what's the job that we're doing or what kind of interest we could have in that technology. Uh, either way, these technologies are going to impact our lives and it will be sooner than we think. Where does the power of these technologies lie? Most uh, of these technologies have the ability to grow exponentially and also to get to mass adoption very fast. This means that they can deeply impact society and they can achieve great results in maybe 10, 20 years, which, I mean, compared to 150 or 200 years uh, of other technologies of the 19th century is really amazing. You know, before we had the fridge in our homes, it took more than 150 years, for instance. And how many changes did this kind of technology bring into society? We can see new markets, new products, new way of life, and of course, the revolution Uh, giving the possibility to women to work and to study. Because, of course, uh, taking care of the house and of food uh, was uh, much easier because of the fridge. So, uh, think about artificial intelligence, robotics, uh, biotechnologies, nanotechnologies, uh, blockchain, um, and many other new emerging technologies. Uh, and uh, think about what uh, uh, their application can be. Uh, And if they come in our lives and jobs, everyday lives and jobs, in in just a few years, they can really disrupt uh, the way we see and, and conceive society right now. 
What emerging technologies do you think will have the greatest impact on the future of uh, humanity uh, as a species? Well, of course, biotechnology and neurotechnology. Um, I know everybody right now is talking about artificial intelligence, which I think is one of the new emerging technologies to watch closely. Uh, but uh, I think that those two, biotech and neurotech, um, are the most important uh, in if we are taking into consideration um, human species and our future, because they are going to change who we are in a profound way. Um, we're talking about our DNA, we're talking about our brain, and of course we are talking about things we don't fully understand. So, uh, of course, it would, will take a lot of time and efforts, and uh, we need to be very, very, very careful in uh, the way we think we can uh, make humanity evolve through these technologies. What merits and demerits do these technologies uh, portend for us in the future? Well, this is uh, kind of a tricky question because I think that technology itself does not have merits or demerits. It is a tool that we can build and that we can use in many, many different ways. So just think about artificial intelligence and the problem of uh, bias we have right now. So that. Uh, we are not able to create an artificial intelligence that does not amplify our prejudices and biases because that's the way we are building that. So that's what I meant by building and using the technology. So uh, merits and demerits are not in the technology itself, uh, but uh, uh, are our problem. They are in the humans who are creating and using them, of course. Um, so the real question is, what can be done by humans using these technologies? Would we be able to create an ethical framework strong enough to make it possible uh, to use the power they give us only beneficially and not maliciously for our society? Also. When we talk about innovation and new technologies, we always should remember about what we call unexpected consequences. Human history is full of bad consequences of our creation, and it would be irresponsible to expect these new technologies to be any different. Uh, so um, the merit would be in the humans who are able to develop and use these technologies responsibly and ethically. Tell us a bit about your work and mission at Impact School. So in Impact School, we believe that the future is open source. Everybody should be able to participate to it freely, to contribute and also uh, to control somehow how the future is done. So that's why we provide tools to students, managers and institutions 
uh, with uh, a non-profit organization and also with a for-profit company. Um, in order to give them the possibility to understand the present and technological trends, um, stimulate the debate and the critical spirit. So um, what we're trying to do is also to revolutionize a little bit how education is done, because all our methodologies are um, methodologies that can boost creativity, uh, can boost the uh, critical thinking skills, um, collaboration, uh, ability to communicate. So, so many, many, many skills that uh, are going to be very useful in the future. Um, so, when we say that we are giving them the tools to uh, be leaders in the future, it's not only because we are giving them contents about uh, new technologies, and future thinking methodologies, but also because uh, we are making them exercise in a way that can uh, help them build soft skills uh, that will be uh, mandatory in the future. For business owners and startup founders, how can they leverage on these technologies? Well, first of all, they must be able to stay curious and learn about these new emerging technologies, um, at least the basis, in order to understand what's going on. This is the first step and uh, believe me, it's very important because there are many, many people who um, are, are not doing so. Then it is very important to get the timing right um, and to see through the eye, I would say. It's a kind of a risky game either ways. If you decide to invest in a new technology too soon, for example, it can be a problem. Uh, but uh, if you are not able to foresee uh, how fast that technology is going to disrupt your market, also it would be a problem. So I would say that the most difficult part is to see the future with um, a long-term vision and to plan the present consequently. Um, that is why actually uh, we in Impact School will try to mix technologies and future thinking tools. Um, that's the only way that you can have the big picture and uh, you can be able um, to truly leverage on these technologies. What are the greatest challenges facing us as a species? Definitely the ability to control ethically the power that technology is taking away from nature and putting into our hands. To do so, we need to uh, review our society's structure and this is an enormous challenge today. How can we leverage on these technologies to solve some of the greatest challenges facing us as a species? Technology can be the key to solve many humanity grand challenges. In order to do so, we need to ask the right questions and to be willing to embrace change. So for instance, to solve famine, we 
can decide to create abundance of food through technologies. But we can also understand how to use technologies in order to be more efficient and reduce food waste. These are two completely different ways to uh, ask the question about food, for example. So how do we want to take on these 10 challenges? One sure thing I would say is that we should always keep in mind that we must start from the need and not from the technology, and that technology must be human-centered. This way we can help create the best possible future. Before we go, let's take a quick break to thank the sponsors of this show. first goes to Christopher Harley. He is a futurism advocate whose interests include singularity, artificial intelligence, cosmology, mathematics, quantum mechanics, robotics and philosophy. He sees the universe as a collection of nested fractal levels with the emergent behavior of levels driving its development. A fortune 10 systems architect by day, he is also the vice president of the lifeboat Foundation, a non-profit, non-governmental organization dedicated to encouraging scientific advancements while helping humanity survive existential risks and the possible misuse of increasingly powerful technologies. He helped fund Sidekick.ai, which is building the technology to create an AI version of yourself that outsources your daily decision-making. Christopher Harley is also the CEO and co-founder of TAFFDS.org is an international journal which publishes uh, journals that are well researched. Uh, it also invites people to write uh, researched and innovative articles, both empirical and opinions from every discipline on contemporary global topics, including futurism or futurology, theorism or theology, transhumanism, science, engineering, communication, education environmental science and political science and tafmds.org simply stands for transdisciplinary agora for future discussion and of course christopher harley can be found at nesteduniverse.com and on twitter at nesteduniverse and now for the second part of the show So you're welcome to the second part of the show, which is dedicated to helping you with tips and techniques that will enable you to live your life with technology more effectively and efficiently. It's called the Tech Life Hacks. And in it, I will be giving you some tips that will enable you to efficiently use your technology, your gadgets, or whatever tech that you have at your disposal more effectively and efficiently in order to live your life better. So today let's talk about your internet connection with particular reference to your Wi-Fi reception, especially when it develops any problem, uh, tips that you could use in order to fix it, uh, to improve its reception, in order to make it effective and efficient in your work. 
So, to improve your Wi-Fi reception, you have to position your router in a place that will enable you to maximize its effectiveness. Position your Wi-Fi router in an open area, preferably the center of your house, on the top floor. Uh, this will enable it to be a bit more effective as radio waves travel down and laterally. Remember to put it away as far as possible from your neighbor's Wi-Fi router, which of course you would have made sure that it is not using the same network that you are using. Also make sure that you put it away from your power cords, your computer, computer wires, microwaves or baby monitors and halogen lamps. These wires and waves can interfere with radio reception which Wi-Fi system works. To also help you, you can also try the uh, Wi-Fi Analyzer app. Uh, it is an app that helps you to uh, identify Wi-Fi problems, you know, find the best channel or the best place for your router or access point by turning your PC, laptop, tablet or your mobile device into a Wi-Fi Analyzer, an indicator that will help you. So the, the Wi-Fi Analyzer is uh, simply a tool that allows you to analyze the Wi-Fi networks around you. In the first tab of the Wi-Fi analyzer, you can see a graph with the quality of the signal of all the nearby Wi-Fi networks. This way, you can uh, quickly know which one you can connect to with major guarantees. A whole lot of things that you could also possibly try out to get more of these tips, you could go to wikihow, uh, www.wikihow.com uh, to get more info on these tips and techniques. Have you found yourself in an awkward situation where you have to test, you don't actually know how to test the battery that you put in your safe or any device that you want to use? Uh, sometimes it can be a little bit difficult because you look at these batteries, they look very much similar and you have to decipher which is dead and the one that has, uh, and the one that's actually charged. So to test the battery life of your device, test the battery life, uh, easily, uh, you can actually do that by dropping it a few inches from the ground. Uh, if it's a fully charged battery, then it will bounce very later. Uh, whereas a dead battery would bounce around quickly. By doing that, you can actually find out a battery that is dead and the one that has some current in it for your use. So it's still on your tech life hacks. Um, for those of you who like reading a lot, and especially people who do a lot of reading with ebooks, uh, sometimes you can download a book and you don't know how long it will take for you to actually finish up the book, uh, especially when you have a time frame that you're given to the books that you have to read, whether you're an editor or just a casual reader. So you can check out howlongtoreadthis.com. It is actually a website that actually helps you to estimate the time required to read a book. And it's pretty accurate for me. You can check that out, howlongtoreadthis.com. If you put in the book that you want to read, the copy, the copy it will go into scan the, I think it will scan through the documents and give you uh, a time frame of how long it would take for you to finish reading the book. So that could help you in uh, deciphering the length of time it would take in reading 
a particular document that you have. So that's today on your tech life hacks. I will be giving you more on these tapes that will help you in organizing your life to make it more effective and efficient using technology. To sponsor this part of the show, you can email me at futurediscussions8 at gmail.com. If you have any tech products, any tech products at all, that you would like us to talk about on this show, or to introduce our audience to on this show, please do well to email me at futurediscussions8 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at futurediscuss. You can also follow us on Facebook at Future Discussions Podcast. A very big thanks for listening to this episode of the Future Discussions Podcast. I hope you did enjoy it. Please remember to subscribe to the show. And don't forget to leave a review of the show as this helps me in improving the quality of the content that I bring to you. For more updates on fresh episodes, please follow us on Twitter at Future Discuss. You can also like our Facebook page at Future Discussions Podcast. My name is Augustus Chugu. Thanks for listening.